Welcome to Peter's Podcast, where we talk about real yoga, actual happiness, and deep living. Thanks for joining me. Happy New Year, Happy New Year, Happy New Year. I wanted to wish everyone a very happy 2022. What does very happy mean? That is the topic of today's conversation. I would like this a monologue. This is That is the topic of today's chat. I would like to talk about something that I believe I spoke of in the very first episode of Peter's podcast so many years ago. And that is a notion that in yoga we call santosha. Santosha meaning what should be practiced in order to find equanimity of mind that allows you to meditate, that allows you to move through life in a graceful way. Santosha is most frequently translated as contentment, but it's so much more. (laughs) It's a very marketing kind of way of saying something. But santosha, as only contentment, has so many weird connotations. Santosha is a practice. It's a part of the uh, niyamas, the things that we would like to not restrict. And by not restricting santosha, we're changing ourselves. We are creating the conditions for ourselves to be in a state of samadhi, in a state of seeing ourselves as we truly are. And to quote the Yoga Sutras, when we're not there, when we're not in this state that we call yoga, we are experiencing our thoughts as though our thoughts are what we are. Not a place you'd like to be. So this thing, Santosha, is a practice of becoming in accord with what you are experiencing. The alternate of that is a very non-tantric thing to do, which is that you become involved in your thoughts about whatever's happening. And then, as we just said, you become identified with those thoughts, thinking they are what you are. So instead, to practice santosha is to say, this thing that's happening, this what is happening, this experience that I am having right now is. It's so simple and obvious, it's stupid. But we all the time argue with what is. All the time, right? Every time you say, oh, I wish it were, you're arguing with what is. Every time you get grumpy about something, you're arguing with what is. Every time you even get overly excited about something, right? It's not like a positive negative kind of thing or an optimism, pessimism kind of thing. It's really just a matter of knowing the what is, is. So every time you have an experience of something good, the 
the santosha is to also remember that there's also going to be things that you feel are not good, right? It's rather coming to recognize this and this other and this other are all going to keep progressing through our lives. There's not going to be a place where finally you get it all worked out and you're simply happy, right? So happiness and santosha are interesting things, those two words, because we usually think of happiness as a kind of um, satisfaction of desires or what we want, we got. Right? And so now we're happy. Will I ever be happy? You know, is the kind of question you hear. The, the Declaration of Independence talks about, you know, the right to pursue happiness. Um, but the pursuit of happiness is really kind of a description of what in yoga we call maya or one of the limitations that's placed upon our consciousness in order to have the experience of being a unique individual having experiences in the world that we limit our sense of having everything being everything being without lack so when we come into our lives and our stories that we tell ourselves and our personalities that get baked into us, we bake in this notion of lack that we don't have everything we're supposed to have. Right? And when that's the governing story of your life, then you are constantly in a state that is the opposite of Santosha. I remember uh, being intrigued when I was a young person and I saw the um, story of Siddhartha. I can't remember if it was when I read it or I saw a movie adaptation of it. But there's this point at which after having done all of his yoga training, all of his training with his initial teachers, Siddhartha in the Hermann Hesse book becomes disillusioned. He feels like he learned everything he could learn already from these teachers. So he goes and strikes off in the world and he comes to um, a merchant or some, I think it's a merchant, some rich guy who has a business. And he says, you know, um, I can work for you. And the guy says, well, what can you do? And he says, I can count and I can fast. And the one, on the one hand, you know, counting gives him this ability to do something in the realm of money, but fasting gives him the ability of needing nothing, right? So that ability to not say, oh, I need food is like such a perfect example of the quality of Santosha, that I can accept whatever happens. If there's food on my plate, great. If there's no food on my plate, I can fast. And I would wish for you <laughs> that if 2022 brings anything, 
it's a kind of a reflection or a kind of a hope we gained from 2020 and 2021 that things are not going to necessarily be the way we want them to be. They're not necessarily going to be the way that we hope they will be. They're not going to be improved in the ways that we try to make them improved. But what we can take from that is regardless of the circumstances, we can accept what is and move forward from that place and be in a state of the right relationship with what is, a state of the relationship with what is that lets us accept that as the baseline of truth and our relationship with it can be either uh, arguing with it or it can be starting from there. Whenever I talk about Santosha, I think it's really important to make a distinction between this coming to the right relationship with what is or accepting the truth of what is and work. And that's why I feel like this, this translation contentment is always misleading. Con Santosha doesn't mean I accept all of the inequalities of the world. I accept all of the um, not having the things I want of the world. And, you know, and uh, the world is perfect. The world is just fate or karma or something like that. The, the distinction The distinction there is we cannot go through life without trying to make changes in the world. By our nature, we can't stand still. We can't just say, I am content with the way things are, and so that's it. We wake up every day. We have to do something every day. We try to do some work. We try to have relationships. We try to make something, we feel creative, we feel empowered, we feel injustices around us, and so we do actions. Those actions are the nature of life too. We try to do what we think is best in the world. So is this at odds with Santosha? Not at all, because as we're doing our actions, our highest place we can be is accepting what is and then trying to make changes in the world that we perceive around us. We try to serve others. We try to help others. We try to make the world a better place, right? But all along the way, Santosha is to accept the nature of what actually is going on, to see things as they are and to operate from there. Let me give you an example. This last uh, several months, right, since we went from a place where a whole bunch of people were getting vaccinated and the possibility of going back to a world of uh, more what we had pre-pandemic seemed feasible, 
right? It seemed like, well, okay, things are better. There's not so much requirements to wear masks or social distance or be concerned about getting sick. People who were getting sick, who had a vaccine, had mild cases of, of COVID-related illnesses, etc. Because of the politics of our world, suddenly that just seemed like this is not going to solve things. We are going to stay in not a pandemic, but an endemic situation. We are always going to have COVID-19. I found this incredibly depressing because it didn't have to be that way, right? This is a choice made by people to choose uh, a view of things. I, I don't know even how to talk about that, right? Because immediately when you start saying anything from this point on, you start saying your view of things is more accurate than someone else's view or someone else's view is more accurate than yours or someone else's view is somehow not um, you know, adequate in some way. So let's not go there because this is simply the way things are. <coughs> the way things are is that some people have decided that they stand a better um, chance of finding contentment or finding happiness or matching their own identity up with reality by doing one thing than by doing another thing. So there was a great temptation in my own mind to take this as, you know, uh, kind of an ending, like an ending of the possibility of us ever being harmonious as a people. And in the past few days, I've had to come to grips with that fact that I'm not practicing santosha. To hold that thought is to be in a kind of a giving up, a kind of a willingness to look at something that's happening in the world as a determinant of contentment, a determinant of um, what is the nature of the world? The world is bad, right? But in fact, the world is not bad and the world is not good. The world simply has all of these circumstances going on. It has all of these situations going on. It has all of this drama going on. I've, I've said and used as an example a gazillion times in trainings and classes, imagine you walk into a movie and you sit down and the two people are in love and they just spend the next 90 minutes sitting across from each other saying, I love you so much. Isn't this so great? It's so wonderful that we're so in love. This is so beautiful. Isn't this map marvelous? You would just puke at the end of this movie. It would be so boring, right? Because the nature of our interest in stories, our interest in the world, our interest in life is conflict, resolution of conflict, growth from the conflict, more understanding, 
seeing more complexity, noticing the nuances, becoming more of a connoisseur of this or that in life, and so forth. The, the work is the nature of life. So I feel blessed that somehow or other, I, I got a little slap in the face to say, stop it, right? You must accept that we are in this situation where people are not going to agree. You must accept this situation in which who knows what's going to happen in the, the nation as a whole, in the world as a whole. Who knows, right? Is it going to accord with you know, your rules of how things should be? Absolutely not. Will some of the things happen in that way? Yeah, absolutely, most likely, right? Things will turn around. Some people will rally to this or that. There will be interesting chapters in life. Sometimes things will feel optimistic. Sometimes things will feel pessimistic. And that is what the nature of it is. And Santosha is practicing acceptance of that reality. And when you can accept that reality, then you move through living. You move through the dance without accumulating more and more and more karma, desiring this or that. One of the most interesting readings I did in the last decade was a book called Vashistha's Yoga, in which this ancient sage describes our desires as being totally powerful. Right? We, we don't think we are, you know, we like watch fantasy shows and see how people can conjure things and this and that. But according to these deep and ancient principles of yoga, your desires absolutely are powerful because we are fundamentally part of the creative force of the universe. And so what our desires create is exactly what we wish for and exactly the opposite of that as well that we create the spectrum of our desires. And you can say, well, that's just conjecture, speculation or whatever. And I would have to grant you that. But it makes so much sense given the nature of the world that we are in this constant dance of wanting something, getting that something, and finding that something doesn't bring any happiness written in any kind of lasting way. And so then we want something else, right? And it's that that is this wheel of, you know, samsara, as it's called in the ancient world, right? Desire fueling the next life, the next thing. In Vashistha's yoga, these next lives literally happen spontaneously as you dream of them, as you desire something. So, what I, I hope is that more and more and more we find ourselves willing to not put our hopes on things changing for the better. We don't keep 
desiring that it finally get good and then we are just happy. What I desire is that we grow in our understanding of the nature of the universe we live in, the nature of our reality, and that we're able to align more and more and more with a sense of practicing to be content with what is and to do our work to serve others and to serve the world we find ourselves in. And through that, we find the satisfaction of living and we find the evolution that is in line for us as consciousness experimenting. I wish you enlightenment in 2022. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to share teachings in this way. It's profoundly satisfying. And may you have Santosha always. Namaste. Please support Peter's podcast on patreon.com. Review the podcast. And I'll see you next time. Thanks a lot. Namaste. Namaste.